I so tired all the time? I don't know that I can get into it. This was the past me. I was tired, exhausted, and I couldn't seem to catch my breath or find rejuvenation, but like literally. I was constantly feeling like I had to scramble to keep up with everything in my life, work stuff and stuff that I was supposed to be doing for fun and for my enjoyment. I couldn't even get enough energy to have a good time. And that's a problem. Of course, this started to affect other parts of my life, like my ability to sleep soundly or to maintain my temper. Everything was irritating and stressful. And even my gut was having a bad time. Hey everyone, welcome back to giving you everything. Today we're full of life because we'll be talking about burnout. And if you're working from home constantly, it can feel silly to like take a vacation or easy to say that you'll just work a few calls while you're off. But it's important to take a real break from the grind in order to feel rested enough to be our best. Burnout gets the best of all of us, literally. And nobody wins, even though you think that you will win by continuing to push through the pain. Summer can kind of Bring on a slump in productivity if you don't take the time to recharge. That's why they have summer vacation. Kids and teachers are working around the clock for almost a whole year. You should take a few months off. And I'll say that I'm on my own road to recovery. Each time I make a bad decision when it comes to my energy levels, I feel like the hole kept getting deeper. But in the last month, I feel like I've made some changes that are for the better. So let's talk about those now. But before I do... Just a friendly reminder to let us know what you think of the show in a review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you much. Let's start with what causes burnout. I feel like most days I like to see myself as this rational, reasonably sane person who only wants to feel calm and fulfilled in life. If that's the cause, then how the heck did I end up with chronic burnout? If we know the cause, then we can start to address burnout from the beginning and get to the root of the issue, if you know what I'm saying. Again, the good people at the Mayo Clinic have affirmed a few possible causes of this quote-unquote special flavor of burnout. They make it sound like a limited edition Ben and Jerry's flavor or something. I found an article because we're all about facts here on this podcast. The first Mayo Clinic article I can find is titled Job Burnout, How to Spot It and Take Action. So they don't just call this regular old burnout, they call it job burnout. And it says job burnout is a special type of work-related stress, a state of physical or emotional exhaustion that also involves a sense of reduced accomplishment and loss of personal identity. I know I shouldn't be making light of this, but it's just like, what am I going to do except for laugh about the fact that I literally had this? I'm in recovery. Oh, 
But again, the good people of the Mayo Clinic have affirmed a few possible causes of this special flavor of burnout. The checklist here says these are some things you should ask yourself if you're trying to figure out whether or not you have job burnout. Have you become cynical or critical at work? Do you drag yourself to work and have trouble getting started? Have you become irritable or impatient with coworkers, customers, or clients? Do you lack the energy to be consistently productive? Do you find it hard to concentrate? Do you lack satisfaction from your achievements? Do you feel disillusioned about your job? Check and check. I feel like I can safely check off like every single one of these symptoms. Looking at the possible causes of job burnout, the Mayo Clinic says that it can be due to a lack of control. If you, for example, can't make decisions for yourself that affect your career trajectory or the work that you do. If you have unclear job expectations, so if you don't know what people want from you or how to meet certain goals or expectations, you might always feel on edge. Dysfunctional workplace dynamics. Hmm, Perhaps, this is a quote, perhaps you work with an office bully or you feel undermined by colleagues or your boss micromanages your work. I feel like this happens more often than people realize. I think in the last six months in talking to every single one of my friends, they have all told me some kind of story that really lined up with my own and this was like a really big red flag. <laughs> extremes of other causes could be extremes of activity, lack of social support, and work-life imbalance. And you know what, y'all? Check, check, check. I, my previous situation, checked all those boxes. And I will attest to the fact that I felt like there were a good dose of dysfunctional dynamics, a lack of social support, and work-life imbalance. We won't get into that though because I don't really want to rehash all of that and today's not really about the past but it's more about solutions. Am I right? So here are a few things that I've been trying out that maybe you want to try too. I feel like I've tried to be more thoughtful about how to prioritize my body and my well-being in trying to combat some of the burnout I was feeling before. I think it was very blatantly obvious that I was burnt to a crisp. So these are just a few things I've been trying recently that I feel like have made a really big difference. And so I thought they would be kind of cute to share. Recovering from burnout. The first thing that I've really focus my time and energy on is scheduling time for real rest. And you're probably asking, what is real rest? Well, it doesn't include scrolling. I feel like I've been caught so many times thinking that I'll just quote unquote, take a break by scrolling through whatever app is on my phone. And while I tell myself that it's like candy, like it's something to enjoy, it's more like candy in that it's something that makes your stomach turn after you've eaten 10 pounds of it or in my case spending four hours with your eyes glued to YouTube. I 
have been trying to make time to take real rest more seriously by committing to meditation and to breathing exercises in addition to other things to help reset my body like getting acupuncture and massages or taking breaks when working. I know this is like a whole jumble of things and you're like, how do I even prioritize this? And what happens if this doesn't seem like it's going to work for me? I've tried it before and I didn't really feel any improvement in my circumstances. And I know these things all sound so insanely simple, like stuff you've heard before. But I think the hard part for me was that before the benefits of these things could really kick in, I had to spend some actual time to put in the work to recalibrate my mind and my being and my soul and my everything, you know? So always being at work or scrolling through apps has really fooled me into thinking that meditation is like magic. It's like a magic pill that I'll start taking today and then I'll just reap the rewards instantly, right? Well, no, honey, it's not. Take acupuncture, for example. My back and actually my entire body was like a Wetzel's pretzel of pain um, coming out of my former job. That pain was so bad, I couldn't even run on the treadmill because my back was so tight from constantly sitting in a twisted, contorted position. And I kept thinking that the day I could see my acupuncturist was going to be like my golden, glorious day of rebirth. and that I could finally live as the young person that I am. Live the life I was intended to live, you know? But you know what? It took two whole months to untangle two years worth of damage, and I'll be perfectly honest, while I feel a lifetime's better, my pain is not 100% gone. She still persists. And when I say that out loud, everyone's probably like, well, duh. But in my head, I was like, this is my cure. This is it. This is my answer. No, you actually have to schedule time to rest. Like, take a vacation, plan your daily workout, or go to that acupuncture appointment every single week for two months. But you also have to do that knowing that it's not going to be instantaneous. You need to make time for it. And that's where the magic really happens. The next thing that I've done is reduce my caffeine intake. I know, controversial. I love coffee. I'm not a coffee snob by any means. I'm no Emma Chamberlain, but I love a lot of things about my longtime companion, cafe. I love the way it tastes. I love what coffee represents. And I love the feeling it gives me. I like this idea of productivity or setting the day off on the right foot that it kind of sets or creates. I think it's great. But I was starting to really question whether the caffeine was wearing me down and also making my gut unhappy, if you know what I mean. I also was acutely aware of what would happen when I'd have my second cup of the day and turn from optimistic to annoyed and tense. I literally forget to take breaths when I'm stressed on two cups of coffee. Yeah, 
All it takes is two. But I'm sure I'm not alone in that. So I feel safe in sharing this here. Some of you are probably questioning your relationship with caffeine as well. I wasn't really sure how this was going to go, but I honestly began just with one whole week drinking warm water only. I just cut out coffee completely. If you're someone who maybe drinks five cups of coffee a day, maybe you don't want to take this approach because I've definitely been there as well. And it wasn't as pleasant an experience as this was for me. But over the years of my little young life, I have slowly reduced my caffeine intake to about one cup a day. And so just switching that one week to water was really easy for me. And then from there, I started alternating days on and off. And I feel like it's it's made me feel even more excited to have a cup of coffee because now it's like a treat that I've sprinkled throughout the week and I can enjoy it without crashing and burning down everything around me. The real goal of this I was able to achieve is that I feel much calmer in my mind. I feel like I can assess the situation that I'm in. I can take charge of what needs to be done without feeling frantic or panicked or frazzled or like I'm gonna spin out of control. So I highly recommend taking a little break from our good old friend, caffeine. The third thing that I've done recently to kind of aid in my burnout recovery is that I've been watching less news. I'm probably not the only one here with this grand idea, but I think I've honestly had enough with the news. I'm not here saying that I encourage total and complete ignorance, but although some kind of bliss that would be. But really, how much ignorance is the news really staving off is my actual question here. I used to watch the news about three times a day, and always, 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 it was at some kind of meal time or leisure time as a way to quote-unquote stay informed about current events. Because the work Alcoholic in me cannot accept that eating in silence or enjoying the company of others or listening to music while I work out could ever be enough when I'm using my time wisely. Have you ever heard Brene Brown talk about the importance of play? I've been trying to hop on the Brene Brown train recently. I know I'm a little late, but you know what? Better late than never. I think I feel safe in saying that the topic of her work is fairly timeless, (laughs) but she has like one of the things that she talks about often is about the importance of play. And it makes me wonder and think, how messed up am I that I consciously shut out every bit of joy I could have by demanding that all my activities be productive? Who says that enjoying the company of others or just having a quiet meal is not a productive use of time? And like, who says that we need to be productive at all times? We're not machines. But what a waste. The real waste I'm talking about here is not letting yourself enjoy the things that make you happy. And on top of that, believing that watching news makes you productive 
Because it really doesn't. You can only be productive when your cup is full. And so I stop watching news at mealtimes. And you know what? I think the world will keep turning, things will keep happening, and anything important will make it to you somehow. If you want to stay informed, honestly, read a book. (laughs) I wanted to keep this episode short and sweet and share some of the things that I've been experimenting with in trying to recover from what feels like a decade of burnout. But I hope this was helpful and I hope you consider scheduling some time, real rest and cutting out things like caffeine or news that might aggravate your tiredness. I honestly feel like taking time to do these things to slow down my life has really helped me understand my life. I feel like taking the time to slow down my life intentionally has made a huge difference. And I think that for many years, I listened to all these self-help videos and podcasts and books and whatnot. And everybody's like, you need to slow down and revert back to like the olden times and ways of doing things. And I don't think it really sunk in until now, until I actually had to force myself to slow down because you're not a machine and even machines like cars need moments to cool off or to recharge or to fuel up and you can't constantly be go 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 if there's something we'll have to give and that something will probably be your sanity or your quality of life. Trust me, I know. I know firsthand. So hopefully you give these things a try and you let us know what you thought, what your experience was like, or what you like to add to the mix. And you can do that by sending us an email at givingyoupodcast at gmail.com or leaving us a review with your thoughts and your questions and your hopes and your dreams on Apple Podcasts. And we would love to feature your comment on the next episode. So go ahead and do that. Don't be shy. We want to hear from you. And thanks for hanging out with me today. Let's cheers to the body's ability to bounce back to my acupuncturist and to playtime. All right, I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. (laughs) 